This is update 65, 66, and 67. And it has been an amazing couple of days. A lot of realizations. Um, let's celebrate a couple of things though. Number one, we have hit 1,000 uh, downloads on this podcast. So thank you to all of the listeners. I appreciate you more than you know. I know this is just going to keep growing and we can serve and support so many more people as they go through uncomfortable journeys, scary journeys, seven-figure journeys, six-figure journeys, five-figure journeys, whatever it is. And that's what um, I hope that I can continue to support with marketing and doing all the things and literally just hearing the real side of entrepreneurship because let's be honest, this is just hard. So, so many times in our business, we hear the words, work on yourself. Um, we've probably all heard the quote that owning a business is the biggest personal development journey you will ever go on. Well, if you've heard these things before, let me tell you, my friends, they're the truth. There is absolutely so much truth in this, and this is why. When we are working on our business, any of the ish that we've never worked on triggers us in our personal life, right? We will never outgrow our business, meaning... Um, or our business will never outgrow us. Meaning if I am not working on myself, if I am not growing, if I am not pushing, if I am not getting uncomfortable, if I am not finding out who I really am and what I'm about and what triggers me and what um, trauma do I need to heal from and all of those things, if I am not working on that, then I am choosing. And yes, I say choosing and this is such tough love. And I'm saying this because I grow every day, but the amount of work I've done on myself in the last three weeks, I, I don't even know if I recognize the person I was three weeks ago because I have done so much work on myself. And that's a choice, right? It is very uncomfortable to identify where we, can, we need work, right? Because at the end of the day, we're the first people to say, oh, you know, I'm far from perfect. Like I'm not perfect and see our flaws. But when we have to look internally and see where we can improve, sometimes that's not fun. Sometimes it's easier to blame it on something else. But, you know, even growing up with awful parents, even with, and I'm not saying I grew up with awful parents, but I'm saying like, no matter how you were raised, I mean, sure, there are things that, that still bother me from the way I was raised, but you know what? I get to choose, do I let that affect me? Or do I believe deep down that my parents did the best that they absolutely could? And it's my choice to chart a different path, right? And so that's what I choose to believe, that my parents did the best that they could with the knowledge that they had at the time. And all I can do is work on myself and work on being the best parent I can for my children. What I've learned is, I mean, some of my kids don't live with me anymore. So what I've learned, I'm like, oh my gosh, like, I wish I had known this when they were smaller. When, I, But all we can do is what we can do with, with the knowledge we have now, right? You can't do better till you know better. And then once you know better, you can work on being better. And back in 2020, I listened to the book Chillpreneur 
um, by Denise Duffield Thomas and really opened up and realized I had a major money mindset problem. Now, have I worked on that money mindset problem? Yes, I have. Will I ever be done working on it? No, actually I won't. Here's the reason why. Just like our personal development, it's kind of like, what do they say? Uh, motivation doesn't last forever. It lasts for a moment, right? So the same thing with personal development. I am always going to have new levels and things I get to work on. I am always going to have new money blocks, right? Beliefs. It was really hard before I hit six figures to believe I was going to hit that. I said I wanted it and I felt like I wanted it more than anything, but did I believe it was going to happen? I wasn't really sure, right? And until I believed that was going to happen, let's be honest, it wasn't going to happen. The same thing going over six figures, right? Like multi six figures. If I didn't believe it was going to happen, it wasn't going to happen and it was a block. Saying things are too expensive is a money block, right? Saying I would never pay that for that is a type of money block, right? So even though they're all statements and we've all probably made them in some way, shape or form, we're putting a broke mindset on those types of those products or those people, right? And it's a growth thing. I have said for a really long time, and I don't know if I've said this on this podcast before, but that I think that Louis, I would never pay for a Louis. I think they're ugly. I mean, that's just, I'm not offending anybody. I just don't think they're a pretty purse. I'm sorry. I think there's one that I have actually loved in my life. But for the most part, I do not think they're an attractive purse. I'm a Kate Spade girl, right? But also, you know, I've said I'll never, I go to this Kate Spade outlet, I don't pay full price, right? And it's not that it's necessarily because of the price, it's because I know I can, I like a deal, right? But all these are different money mindset blocks that I get to work on, right? Raising my prices, money mindset block, nobody will pay for that, right? Nobody will pay me for that. These are all blocks that we get to work on. And so, realizing in 2020 I had a money mindset problem which was never brought to my attention before and I never really knew that was even a thing I don't even I don't even think I knew that was a thing then um, and then I've been working on it and then in the past three weeks I've been working on it even more right I've really been intentional taking a program to really work on it deeper also the reason I do these things is because I know my audience struggles with it too how do I help my audience when I'm still struggling with it? Well, I can go through my, they can go through my journey with me, but I also want to be able to help myself so I can help others. It's all a personal development journey, right? Everything we do betters ourselves. And I always say, if I'm 0.00001% better than I was yesterday, I have succeeded. I have been successful today, right? So I want you to think about that. Like personal development is growth. Personal development being able to grow ourselves personally is how we grow our business. When I work on my money blocks, my business can grow. When I work on my comparison issues, jealousy issues, envy issues, um, there's not enough to go around issues, the whole lack mindset, right? That's why my word of the year has been abundance um, because I knew I had a really lack mindset and I get to continuously work on that because my first reaction to anything is lack, right? Well, 
wow, that's not fair. What's in it for me? You know, like that is how we've been conditioned, right? And so I get to work on that because I've sat with it for too long. And, you know, just being able to acknowledge that is really hard. Saying that on this podcast is really hard, but it is true. It is who, it is part of who I have been, but it doesn't get to be part of who I become, right? It's part of my journey, but it doesn't have to be the whole part. I can choose to fix it. I can choose to work on it. I'll never forget somebody had a visibility queen challenge. I think they were in another country and a coach uh, that I worked with sent screenshot and sent it to me. I was like, okay, this is odd. Um, and I was triggered by it, right? Who, who's calling himself a visibility queen? Okay, first of all, I don't have it trademarked. I own the domain, that's all I can say. But it was like very triggering for me. Oh my gosh, who's using the visibility queen, right? I have seen the queen of visibility, but I've never seen the visibility queen, right? And so it was a trigger for me. So I got to work through that. At the end of the day, did it really, was it affecting me? No. At the end of the day, People saw it and screen, more people ended up screenshotting it and sent it to me and said, and so they thought it was about me, like teaching people how to become like me. And so then we made it a compliment, right? So we turned that around. Whether this person knows me or not, I have no idea. But it's all in that perception and how we want to spin it and how we want to say it to ourselves. So many businesses in my community are like mine. And I'm not saying I'll never be triggered again. I'm not going to say that because... Um, I'm a work in progress, just like you are. All my listeners are, right? And the thing that I know is that when I get triggered by something, I don't immediately react. I do sit with it. I have a lot of feelings. I might not have feelings that I like. I might not have feelings uh, that I enjoy seeing out of myself. I, you know, I have that mean girl too, right? My goal is to keep making her smaller and smaller. So she stops saying the ish to me that I don't need to hear. But the things that have happened in my business, the one thing I want is, I remember back in May of 2019, when things were really, really bad. And it took me weeks to recover from it. Weeks. Do you know what weeks does to a business? Do you know what weeks does to visibility? Do you know what weeks does to your mindset? Like it pushed me down into the dark depths of where I don't want to be, right? But now when something happens and sets me off, I probably hold on to it for about a day and I can shake it off. It can come back. It fights its way back sometimes. And then I move on. I process it. I move on. We're human. And I want you to always give yourself grace. We're human. And I always want you to feel the emotions that you feel. I've had so many emotions when it comes to um, even my business, Bessie and I have talked about this in the past. Like when I have felt a certain way, we also have this pact 
that whenever we feel a certain way, we don't hold our feelings back. This has helped us stay friends. Um, we don't hold our feelings back. We, we say what we want to say, right? Because that's the only way we can work through it. And I believe that all feelings are valid. However, what is that saying? I used to have it written down. It used to be at the time my favorite saying. It's not my favorite saying anymore, but it still sticks with me. 10% of life is what actually happens to you and 90% is how you react to it. It's something like that. I think my percentages are right though. Don't, don't quote me on that. I'm gonna go look it up after I'm done. But 90% is how we react to things. I can sit with my emotions and be really angry and be really upset and be really hurt, right? And emotional. But until we've processed those emotions, it's really hard to see the clear. Now I'm really good at saying, I feel this way. I feel like this is, um, you know, like somebody new showing up on the scene and my competition. But in my heart, I know we're totally different people. In my heart, I know that our network is like a thumbprint. And they're so different. I know that my personality, I know that for the most part, um, I believe you can be visible, but I think I'm pretty freaking visible, right? There are people that can probably be visible, more visible than me and kudos to them, but I know I do everything consistently to be as visible as possible. I am on video every single day, if at all possible. And if it's not live, <laughs> it's recorded <laughs> and it's, or you're getting a repurposed video, right? So you will see me on video on some platform every single day. So I have to sit with and think, is this person really going to stop me from doing my business? If I let them, yeah. If I let them, absolutely. If I sit there and become so consumed with it that I can't even see straight, yeah, every time. And I've been there, friends. I have been there. Oh, it was an ugly look on me, but I've been there. It is my choice how I continue to move forward with that. It is always my choice, right? Have the feelings, set with the feelings. If you need to have a conversation with somebody, have a conversation with somebody. But know that no one can stop you from reaching your dreams. No one can take business away from you. No one can destroy your business but you. No one can make your business successful but you. And this has taken four years of major personal development for me to say this, but also in the last three weeks, the amount of personal development I have done and I have been able to pour into myself, I'm able to say it with such surety, with such confidence and knowing that, and I'm trying not to cry, knowing that this feels way better than the lack mindset that I was in. The lack, the Chrissy in, you know, 
Chrissy in lack is not a good look. It's not a good feeling. Nobody wants to be in lack. Nobody wants to be what's in it for me. Nobody wants to feel like uh, they're losing a race, right? It is the worst feeling ever. But the people that put that on yourself is you. You put that on yourself, right? And I found out that when I am so focused on my business and moving the needle forward in my own business, nothing anybody else can do affects me. Nothing. And if I can give you anything to take away from this, it's that. Work on your mindset. Work on having more abundance in your life and seeing the abundance in every single thing that you do. Work on loving what you do. Work on your confidence. Work on your personal development. Work on yourself. Your business will only ever grow to the level that you do. If you are not improving, your business will not either. I've told this story before. My mindset or my uh, coach, and she knows this. I've told her this. She had a million dollar partner program. Uh, and I think I've said this on the podcast before. She said uh, she, I think it was five people got to get in out of like 50 people. And I applied and I just knew I was going to get it. Just going to be honest. I knew I, in my mind, I worked the hardest. In my mind, I deserve that more than anybody. In my mind, it was mine. This was back in 2019 too, which also probably had a lot to do with May 2019 because that's after I found out about this. But anyhow, I believed, might have been, I don't know, maybe in 2020. I don't remember. But anyhow, um, I truly believed it was in the bag. I had it. It was me. I was a perfect person for, for it. Okay. First of all, okay. <laughs> but secondly, okay. And I didn't get selected. I was so mad. I was so salty. Oh. Um, I never told her about it until at FHL, uh, I told her, I said, I just want you to know, I was so mad and jealous and salty. And the reason I told her there's a reason. And she goes, I'm so sorry. Like I said, no, 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 this is not you. This is me. I was not ready. I didn't know how, what it felt like to make $100,000. I'd been close a lot of times and I was right on the edge, but I had no idea. I would not have been prepared to make a million dollars then. I thought in my mind that I was, but I was not ready. I literally call myself baby Chrissy. You've probably heard me say that before when I see old videos of myself. Baby Chrissy had no freaking clue. Baby Chrissy was not ready for any of that. Until I hit six figures, I did not know what it would feel like to want seven. And you can't even imagine because there's just such a disconnect before six figures and after six figures. There's just the leveling up. And I don't even, it's just, I think it's all the mindset work and it's all the, the hunger and the, and the pain and all of the things that you go through to get to six figures. And I had no idea. I had no idea what it felt like. Because not only do you have to get six figures, I mean, you have to keep it, right? Nothing is given. 
to any of us. Nothing is promised to any of us. If I wanted six figures or I wanted seven figures, I knew, I know now, maybe not then, that I, it was mine to go get. I had to go get it. No one was going to do it for me. No one was going to serve a million dollar program on a silver platter to me. And I literally just automatically became a millionaire. And I think maybe deep down inside, I thought it was going to be easier because I had that support. And in some ways, the million dollar program I'm in now, it has been easier. But regardless, it's like trying to learn how to make six figures all over again. In a different capacity, in a deeper capacity, in a uh, much more personal development capacity. And so the thing I'm going to leave you with, I think I tried to end this a minute ago and then I got into another subject. The thing I want to leave you with is that Your business will never outgrow you. Work on yourself. If you find yourself focusing on all the competition, if you find yourself focusing on all the lack and all the things you don't have, work on your business. Nobody can do that for you. I wish I could go back. Even to the way I felt six months ago. And shook myself. And even though I knew the feelings were wrong and I knew the feelings weren't valid and I, I knew the truth and then I knew the meet what the mean girl was telling me. Sometimes it's just hard to see it because your mindset is so full of lack that you cannot see the abundance that is in front of you. And so my wish for you and my goal for you is that more than marketing, more than social media, more than showing up on video, more than building relationships that you work on your mindset. Your body or your mind will give out before your body does, right? Don't let your mind Stop you from having the business of your dreams. Don't let your mind stop you from having the relationships that can set your soul on fire. Like just like light you up when you walk into the room and you see that person. Don't allow your mindset to stop you from having the life that you could have. Work on your mindset. Work on your money mindset. It all matters.